Hey there, and welcome to Lessons and Legacies. This is episode 12, and we are doing uh, an impromptu Lessons in Laughter today. <laughs> For those of you who do follow me on my Facebook page, you'll see that uh, we were originally scheduled to do Lessons in Resilience with Danny Murphy, but my friend Danny got stuck on the job today, which is good because the job means more holiday money, right? or bill pay money, either way, either way you look at it. The job means cash, so that's good. I'm happy that that is happening. Um, and happy to say we are going to be rescheduling, so we'll post that, I don't know, maybe we can do like a special New Year's Eve kind of thing. Um, but yes, I'm be looking forward to Danny coming back because he is in charge of all the photography in my book, Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life, which is actually the reason this show is happening. <laughs> um, I just published this book this year. I co-wrote it with my mom. Her name is Renee Bodell. She lives in Detroit, Michigan, and I am in Charlotte, North Carolina. The book is a collaboration of poetry, testimonies, quotes, art, photography, stories. Um, yeah, from kids from age four to all the way up to adults of 94. And it's a beautiful, beautiful project that I'm very happy and blessed to see come to fruition. There's one of Danny's pictures. He's a very, very, very blessed photographer. But yes, if you'd like to get your own copy of my book, um, you can visit my store, which is lessonsandlegacies.company.site. And I've got it scrolling right below. Um, and I also will pop the link in the comments after the show. But uh, yeah, so Danny, I'm happy he's at work and getting the cash going. And so today I decided just at last minute, I, I wasn't really feeling like doing the resilience so much um, without him because that was just something I had planned around him being here. And uh, I was feeling like a little bit more in a lighter mood myself. And I'll tell you why. Um, it's two days away from Christmas, so yay, there's the holiday spirit and all that stuff. We want to be joyous and joyful, um, but also there has been struggles leading up to the holiday season as well. You know, uh, we have to battle through the stores and the shipping with Amazon and the deadlines and the money in the bank and, you know, not being able to see family, maybe your health isn't the greatest, you know this time of year, not being able to be around the ones you love. Um, this time of year is a little bit, it could be a little bit stressful. And while resilience would be a perfect word to go along with that same theme, I feel like what was really needed today was laughter. So uh, I'm going to have my friend Precious who co-hosts with me on Mondays. She's gonna be coming on here shortly. And we're going to just bring you guys some shenanigans and laughter and fun. And in the meantime, I did a little bit of research on laughing because uh, uh, for those of you who have followed along, you'll know that the laughter chapter was the hardest chapter to write in the book. Um, I actually even called on Precious and was like, man, I've written like everything in this chapter. Like laughter is not something that's like just generic and you can just stir it up whenever, you know, unless you're a comedian, which 
Sometimes I can be, but often I'm not, you know, <laughs> if you got to think about it, it's hard. You know, I can be funny, but just because I'm an open book and I don't, you know, I try not to have a lot of shame, so to speak. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, laughter was a tough one. I called Precious and was like, please, you're just, she's such an amazing poet. She's somebody I've, I've followed for years and I've got all her books and um, she's very inspirational and soul stirring. And she's a soul doctor, actually. That's one of her professions. But uh, yeah, I was like, can you think, you think you can write a poem on laughter, please? And she did, she took to it. It's a beautiful poem. It's in the book, it's in our third chapter. And uh, maybe she'll read it today. Maybe not. I don't know. We did do it, uh, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Um, we did a laughter segment before, and I was just telling her earlier today, I said, I want to do another laughter episode with you because that was probably my favorite episode I've done so far. We had so many people that were engaging and going back and forth. We played some games, the Would You Rather game, which we're going to play today. And uh, yeah, it's just funny seeing the comments that pop up on the screen as people are typing in their Would You Rathers. It's like, camel spit. I'd rob a bank, blah, blah, blah. So we just laughed a lot. And that, like I said, that left me feeling probably the best out of every show I've done so far. So we're going to try and just bring the jolly to you guys today and do the same thing. So in the meantime, hold on. I do apologize if I end up rubbing my face a lot through this. I'm not crying. I probably will be crying laughter tears later, but uh, I got mascara in my eye and then I rubbed it and I had soap on my finger or hairspray or something because it felt like I rubbed my eye then with acid. So it's, con it's continuously watering here and I may end up having black streaks coming down by the end of the show. We'll see, but I'm not crying. I'm just fighting off mascara and hairspray in my eye. So <laughs> if that doesn't make you laugh, right? We got to laugh. All right. So before I came on, I was looking up some little tidbits on laughter here that I wanted to share with you guys. And did I bring my glasses? I did. That's probably going to help with the mascara in the eye. All right. Benefits of laughter. Check it. Laughter is good for your overall health. They say, first of all, laughter relaxes the whole body. A good hearty laugh relieves physical tension and stress, leaving your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes after. So I will say if you are one that's suffering from tension or pains that come from tension, please. Um, I would like my friend William Brown. He is one that's been having chronic neck pain and stuff like that. I would venture to say that if you were to pump out a laugh or two throughout the day intentionally like a good hearty laugh. They say it's supposed to relax your body for up to 45 minutes. That's pretty cool. That's free too. That's free medicine. Hold on, my children. Laughing at that too. <laughs> um, so number two, they say laughter boosts the immune system. It says that laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies, thus improving your resistance to disease. Well, they're locked out now. <laughs> um, so, yes, we are what, in the middle of a pandemic and stuff right now, right? Who It says laughter 
can boost your antibodies and your immune system. Free, again. Hey, Steph, how you doing? I uh, got your message too, and I have to be honest, I haven't had a minute to watch it yet. I will do it this evening. Um, we've been having a lot of family issues and things that have been going late night into the next day. So <laughs> I know that you sent that for that reason, and I will watch it, I promise you, this evening, and I will send you my at least one. I'll do, I'll do better. I'll give you three, my top three aha takeaways from that. And thank you very much. And um, if Jeffrey ends up seeing this, Jeffrey Woolston, my family uh, uh, sent me, was another friend that sent me a, a really, really powerful, inspirational. Stephanie, I'll tag you in this one. You'll, you'll, this will knock you off your socks. I watched it actually right before I came on. I was like, how in the world am I going to get into laughter after that? I was joyfully crying and just whoa, really moved. It was a really, really powerful spiritual message. So I'm going to uh, actually send that to you and then you can give me your takeaway on that. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a trade. Um, so thank you to Jeffrey if he's watching because that shifted my day. I sent it to three and I'm about to send it to a fourth friend, shared it, joined her page, followed her YouTube page. Her name's Krista Alicia. Um, that hit me in all the ways, in all the ways that I needed to hear everything. It was awesome. Awesome. Super, super, super inspiring. It's going to be a December to remember. <laughs> all right. So on laughter, we're doing lessons in laughter. Okay. And Precious is going to be joining me here shortly. And we're going to cut it up like we did a few weeks ago during a laughter and uh, a laughter thing and play the would you rather game which was hilarious. <laughs> so another benefit of laughter, it says it triggers the release of endorphins, which are the body's natural feel-good chemicals. Endorphins promote an overall sense of well-being and can even temporarily relieve pain. Yet again, another pain reliever. Number four, it says laughter protects the heart. And I think laughter comes from the heart too. It comes from the heart and therefore protects it. Um, it says laughter improves the function of blood vessels and increases blood flow, which can help prote protect you against a heart attack and other cardiovascular problems. See, I didn't know all this stuff. I knew they, I've always heard like laughter can relieve stress and stuff like that, but I didn't know there was all these cool, like physical benefits too. Um, it says laughter burns calories. Okay. So it's no replacement for going to the gym. But one study found that laughing for 10 to 15 minutes a day can burn approximately 40 calories. I mean, 40 calories. So if 10 minutes, you can burn 40 calories, which could be, it says, which could be enough to lose three or four pounds over the course of a year. So just at 10 minutes a day. So if you can, if you can laugh for like twice that, you could be losing, I mean, do the math six to 10 pounds, a six to eight pounds a year just from laughing. Free, again, free medicine. It says laughter lightens anger's heavy load. And that is the truth. I'll tell you what, man, because I've been having some angers and frustrations lately myself, like just through this very recent last month or so. Um, and I'll tell you, that's the best medicine in the world. My mom will find a way to make me laugh. Precious will usually find a way to make me laugh. My husband, he has to work at it. He's really good at it. He just, he he has to get it a, a right way so that I'm not all like, I'm sensitive right now. 
be sensitive to that, you know? <laughs> He's good at poking at me, though, um, and picking on me. That usually makes me laugh, coming from him anyways. Other people might make me feel bad, but he can do it. <laughs> um, it says, nothing diffuses anger and conflict faster than a shared laugh. Looking at the funny side can put problems into perspective and into perspective and enable you to move on from confrontations without holding on to bitterness and resentment. Amen to that. Um, and it says, the here's the big one, laughter may even help you to live longer. What? I've heard that before, actually. It says a study in Norway found that people with a strong sense of humor outlived those who don't laugh as much. The difference was particularly notable for those battling cancer. How, who would think to do that study? You know, I, that's, that's what comes to mind as I hear these things. I'm like, who would think to like, let's measure laughter against cancer. You know what I'm saying? But it's pretty powerful though, right? Um, and then it just says, okay, so on the mental health benefits, it says it adds joy and zest to life. It eases anxiety and tension, relieves stress, improves the mood, strengthens resilience, which is what we were originally going to be talking about today. So that's cool. And uh, let's see. And then social benefits, which is another interesting side, well, side point on laughter, social benefits of laughing. It says it strengthens relationships, which is definitely true. Um, it attracts others to us, which is definitely true. Um, I don't know. I've got a couple friends like, uh, my girl, Don Petalino that was on with me, um, Tuesday last week. I think it was, we did faith. I want to say, um, she laughs. Oh my gosh. From the toes up. You could hear her a block away. And she's one of those people, when you hear them laugh, you, it's contagious. You just start laughing. Or like I hear my kids when they start giggling and they just like, they're to the point where they, they're turning purple and they can't do anything and they're just hysterical. I don't even know what they're laughing at, but I start laughing my butt off because they're laughing. It's contagious, you know? Um, let's see. It says it enhances teamwork, which is true. It helps us diffuse conflict and promotes group bonding. I like that uh, it says it helps diffuse conflict. Does anybody here ever like laugh or giggle when they get nervous or they're unsure? I do. You, you Now you know that moving forward when you watch me, if you hear me just giggling for whatever, it's usually because I'm like nervous about something, you know, <laughs> like right there. See, I just did it. Um, but yeah, so it diffuses conflict, maybe even an internal conflict, like, okay, maybe you said something silly. Let me giggle and it'll make it all better. Huh. You know, <laughs> so I, I catch myself doing it. So I, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So yeah, anyways, we're here. We're going to be talking about laughter. If you don't mind, take a moment to like, comment, share, um, Lessons and Legacies is live streaming on YouTube, so you can check us out there and please subscribe. That would be awesome. Um, I did. Do you need it? That's Precious texting me now saying, where's the link? Let me see. Let me see if we can re-invite her here because it's perfect timing. Copy that. Let's get her in.
if I can find her precious and sorry guys uh, paste all right boo I just sent it okay back at you sorry guys um, yeah, visit the YouTube channel, subscribe. That helps me out a lot as well. Um, and yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, if you're interested in coming on the show, I love having guests. I try to have at least three a week. Um, and we go through the chapters in my book. You you can pick from either love, faith, laughter, resilience, or success as a topic. You can share anything that you've written, anything that you do as far as a business or um like an entrepreneurship, um, if you play music, if you do art, whatever it is, come talk to us about something in that area. You know, the reason I wrote this book, Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life, was to show that even though we all come from different spaces, places, and backgrounds and whatnot, we are so knit together by those five topics right there. Those five areas, love, faith, laughter, resilience, and success. Everybody's got stories. Every, even if it's your, not your story, you'd be like, my grandmother used to tell me this all the time growing up, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you want to sing us a song. You want to play us a guitar song. Uh, if you like, you like to paint, you are a photographer. If you, whatever it is that you do, you want to share, you want to promote, you want to put your story out there. I'll tell you, your lessons, your experiences are what you leave behind to make a difference in this world. I used this example once in another episode. It's like, if you touch the top of the stove and it's hot, you get burned. And then you be sure to tell everyone else that the stove is hot. I've done that before. And I first thing I do, don't touch that. That's hot. Don't. I tell my husband, don't set anything on it. It's hot. I tell the kids, don't touch it. It's hot. You know, why? Because you don't want them to get burned. But... If we keep that to ourselves, that's what happens. Everybody gets burned. So by coming on the show and sharing your stories, whether they're funny, whether they're tough, whether they're yicky or whatever, just come on and share it because you're letting the world know that you're there, A, and that they're not alone. And I am very happy to say Queen Precious has arrived. How you doing, boo? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I thank you so very much for last minuting on with me. I <laughs> I know you're usually, you're always game. I know you are, but I'm like, today will be the day she's like out shopping or doing something else or helping Ron with the turkeys and, you know, so thank you so much for coming on. And I, I think this is a blessed switch up, honestly. I'm excited to do the laughter. I don't know. If you were listening before you popped on, but I went through like all these cool benefits of laughter on the body. I was literally to the second. You were you were listening or you were just no, like I said no, I was literally to the second. Like Waddell, you done you done with the computer real quick? <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Well, he was um doing some work on the computer and I was uh organizing because we still never put up our tree so i was cleaning out the closet that's and what you were saying my ornaments you know and looking for all the stuff and i pulled out the tree so i'm like i was gonna surprise the kids because they are here so when they come back the tree will be up so 
I find little very cool now that they're big like that. So they'll come home. And I was like, yeah, when Essence gets back on Wednesday, we're going to put the tree up and all of that. But really, you know, I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like, no, we need to ornament over there. They really don't care about that stuff. They just, right. you know. They so, just like to throw it all up there. So that's like that would be a good surprise that I'll win. Because they my way and they'll be like, oh, the tree is up. Right. So nobody really wants to do the work. That's right. That's what moms are for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to, before we get into the fun stuff here, um, I have to run something by you. I'm going to give you a soul doctor opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Um, but And I gave you your shout out in the beginning to us. She is a soul doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those of you who missed yesterday's episode, Precious was on with me yesterday. And uh, what was our topic yesterday? What did we do? Love, love, love. yeah, love. Right. We were both blessed yesterday. Yeah. We real good stuff yesterday, and she woke up with a new title for herself for moving forward. And she yes. is no longer the soul coach; she is the one and only soul doctor. Mm. So, yay! And on yesterday's show, my wait, wait, we can't forget. I came to clear the viruses. Right, yeah. I came to clean the viruses in your heart drive. That's what that's what it's all about. That soul getting and the soul print position. And because everybody is different, because everybody's story and their makeup, that's why they say our fingerprint is different. So is our soul print. And what I've recognized through everybody through all the years, whether they're kids, whether they're adult, men, women, doesn't matter what their title or where they are. It was all about the condition of their soul. And so everybody, I can't coach everybody together. I can speak to everybody at the same time and everybody gets something different because that's how it works. It's all about an individual type of healing because everybody's story, my goodness, is so alike, but so different. They just need one little thing that just sets them off, sets them free, unplugs them. So yeah. I'm very proud of you. And I'm. it feels so cool saying the soul doctor. I love it. <laughs> All right. So listen, I have to throw this at you. And I'm just curious what you would have to say, just like I did yesterday. Same, same situation. Yesterday, my lesson in love came from a conversation over gifts with mm-hmm. my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's seven, right? Mm-hmm. So I took mom's advice and your advice and i soaked it all in was like all right i'm gonna go ahead and support this go ahead buy me use use your amazon cards buy me some stuff Mm -hmm. go for it you know flip the script talked it out everybody's good so this is what happened today like literally a half hour before i came on so i'm i haven't really processed it all quite yet but it is what it is um it was an opportunity. Sophie was, I, I told him, get on your tablets, go ahead, get on the Amazon. And when you find what it is that you want and you get it all situated, let me know. And then I'll put you on my phone and you can do the little order and through mm-hmm. my thing, you know? Yeah. And so they were all excited starting out shopping and they each had $25 gift cards, you know, but they're each trying to get something for mommy and daddy, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're each trying to get two things up off, off that $25. You know, and um, so after five minutes of the fun of searching and they it was an opportunity for them to appreciate how much things cost. You know, Sophie sits there on my bed and just starts bawling her eyes out weeping. I'm like, what is it? And she's like, 
I want to get something nice for both of you. And it's only 25. And she's crying. And I was like, I was like, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. So, and I told her and I could feel myself getting flushed and worked up and emotional. And I said, listen, I said, do you think that mommy and daddy haven't cried a little bit over that too? Because we want to be able Perfect. to do everything. I want, pause. I want you to pause right there because this is how life happens. They give you the moments to make life make sense and you remove the distractions so we can feel real life. That's why being a parent, I say transparent has parent in it because I if like you to parent your kid, you gotta be clear about the truth. Otherwise mm -hmm. they are never prepared for the real world and they go off expecting magic when the magic starts within. So I'm glad that you, so keep on going because I just had to stop you right now. No, I, no, that's, I just, I mean, so I told her, I said, mommy and daddy have cried about about it too we told them like you're only getting one gift you can pick one big thing each one of you and that's what you get from us because you know the rest comes from santa uh <laughs> but i said listen we can only and i told her i reminded her of that like we only have what we have i said what you have right now is that 25 dollars. i said you don't need to spend all of it, you don't, I said, go, you know, she was wanting to get daddy a hat or a shirt and this, and it was, you like, know, it would have been cute. Shirt for 20 bucks. I told her to get him, like he plays guitar every day. I said, mm -hmm. it's his favorite thing in the world. So she got and picked him out. It was an $8 guitar pick oh, one. And she's like, but it's just one. And it's so small. And it says, I couldn't pick a better dad. And she's like, but he loses his guitar picks and this and that. I said, but now between here and now, or here and when the pick comes, I said, why don't you go make him a little case or a tray or something for him to put it in and we'll put it right on the new desk here, right under his guitar. He will not lose that. He won't lose it because it's from you. And every time he plays it, he's going to think of Sophie because Sophie got it that said, I couldn't pick a better dad. I was like, you know, so I was like, it doesn't matter what it costs. And I said, no, you still have this leftover. But I just wanted you to know, like, it. so it went through this Oh, and I just, I was like, oh, I was dying inside watching her cry. And I'm like, it just, you know how we talked yesterday about, um, you know, how you kind of moved into the different traditions and doing Kwanzaa and you, there's a purpose around each gift and it's spaced out and it's not this charade. And I've been for the last couple of years wanting to get away from that too. That was like poof, slammed in my face so hard this afternoon. Like yeah. I, I don't want her to go through all of her life, all the way up to my age. She just did it for the first time at seven. What I've been doing for years. I'm like, this is not. It's not the tradition you want to set up. It's not right. that because that, to be honest, that is the true tradition given the condition that you're in at the time. And that's not what the season is, is about. The season is about giving from the place that you have. And that is wherever. And so if you're on, if you're on the top of the world, then you can get from that place. And if you're on just family and friends, then you cook a good meal. You right. do from the life and the reality of what you created at the time, because everybody must process into promise. And there were times when you had those stories, but that made you work for the better stories as you grow. But that still lets you know that it gets better. If you don't get better as you go, what really are we expecting? What are we anticipating if we not, uh, we don't believe that it's going to get better? 
you know? And so I think to, to watch the evolution is the reminder that it gets better, but it also gets as good as you make it, you know? And what you create it to be is the essence that it will carry. So if you make it material, that's going to be the thing that matters. If you make it family, that's going to be that matters. If you make it, so even like you said, there's some people that are during the holiday because of the pandemic, theirs is not financial. They can have all the money in the world, but because they can't travel, that is a loss, you know? And yeah. so everybody's loss is about the place in which they got comfortable with. And if pandemic taught us anything, it was that the only way to shift is to get uncomfortable. We have become so complacent that when something comes that's different, we can't even handle it. We're rattled. And we're rattled right. by change. And change is what makes us arrive. Like if we're not moving, then nothing is changing. And so the very thing that we desire to always be moving forward, we can't take the process of what it means to, you know, to move forward, which means things happen and stuff change and you get better. Sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. But I mean, it's just life. And I think that is the meaning of, of Christmas. Let me tell you something. I got I got I, I went and found my book. That's what I was looking all through the boxes of because I went to have to find my black. Well, this is the book that I got when I first started writing poetry. So this book my aunt gave me in 1992. Oh, wow. I like the, I the Hey, you know, and she wrote in the beginning of this book to precious with love, strength and tenacity. Be all you can be. Have faith. Love on Diane. So this was my first book that I began to write in. So, wow. so it's still in pretty good condition for it to be Heck yeah. as old as it is. Huh? I, yeah, I, I keep all my stuff, too. It's all I, I think I'm pretty sure I have it all compiled in one box at this point. Now, I've had a couple different boxes, but I've got notebooks from when I was, I think, starting at 12 years old. I still have, I think, my first collection of poetry I got an award from in eighth grade, I think, was my first one. So, yeah, we're writers. We protect that stuff and keep it. That's our heart. That's our heart out on paper, you know? <laughs> like everybody's running for their bags. I'm running for my box of books. Not, not the books that I can buy from Amazon. I'm not looking for those books. I'm looking yeah. for my, my box of journals I keep all of my stuff in one place because you go get the box. It is the lifeline. Amen. Everything. When, when everybody was reading books, I was writing. Like every second I got, it was like, okay, I can get this stuff out of my head. So I never had time to read much. So I love that now my library consists of people I know. Because I know, I, isn't that so I, cool? That yes. is so cool. I love that. I on the other side, I have been a bookworm since birth, always with my nose in a book. Mm -hmm. Till I had kids, because it's just I I just got started getting into audiobooks over the last couple of years because I'm like, at least I can enjoy it and multitask at the <laughs> same time, you know. It's harder for me to get time as a parent to sit and do nothing and read, you know what I mean? But uh, I've always been a bookworm and I think it is so cool. I have a whole bookshelf, a whole shelf of, of the whole top shelf is all people I know. And I love that. I'm like, That's it's what I love. surrounded by similar spirits, you know? Yeah. I'm proud of all of us. I love it. But I, I was saying now, I, I'm going to share, I wanted to share my poem that I wrote when I was 15. And it's called, well, actually, I wasn't 15 yet because this is January 2nd of 1995. So oh I don't turn 15 till August. Okay. So this is the beginning of the year. But the poem, so I'm 14 now when I wrote this. But it's called Black Nativity. And I think this is what, you know, I needed my kids to know about Christmas. 
the real meaning of Christmas. So uh, in my church that I grew up in in New York, every year we did, uh, they did a play called Black Nativity, you know, the Langston Hughes, they, um, you know, and we did it every year. And, and you know, they showed the birth of G. Joseph and Mary. And yeah. so after experiencing me being a poet, I decided to write a poem. Of and course she did. Of course she wrote a poem. Of course she did. And so then it was like, <laughs> I got to share a poem at church, you guys. I got a Black Nativity poem for you guys. So it's called Black Nativity. Joseph, you ready? I'm ready. Joseph and Mary being treated like strangers, walking through the streets where there were so many dangers. No one to help them because they were appalled by what they see. Never give a second thought of who that child would be. Poor Virgin Mary walking around with so much pain. Through it all, the looks and whispers, she never was ashamed. Because she knew the child she would bear, everyone would bow down to in fear. And Joseph stood by her, even though the child wasn't his, to try to make sure no matter what this precious life would live. No matter where they went, no one had room. No one asked questions. They all just assumed. Poor little Jesus born in the manger. No one to help but a street full of strangers. Wow. Christ was born, the word got around that a new savior was born in the town. And everyone went to bow before Christ to welcome the savior who now rules our life. And so that is my Christmas poem. That is what that is awesome. You can make make that into like a kid's book, honestly. Mm -hmm. Just like the How Special Are You? I think that would be a beautiful Christmas book for kids. I mean, you might be right. Who knew? And the other one that's in the book that you have on page 62, this one is called Never Leave Christ Out of Christmas. All right. I got it. Look, I got mine ready. Mm-hmm. So here we go. This is a good one, especially for the time when the kids went when, or in a time when people are feeling like, you know, they don't have material things in order to enjoy the season. So the this was called Never Leave Christ Out of Christmas. We've come to the part of the year that's all so grand where we celebrate Christ, the Lord, a man. For unto us a child is born. His name is Christ, a savior born to save our life. We should acknowledge Christ every day. But today we acknowledge Christ in a more special way. The way we acknowledge each other when it's our birthday comes. The way we like to feel like we are the special ones. We allow commercialized TV to take away from the fact that our Savior was born on this day. Plus, he's black. Although we love white Christmas, although we love white Christmases because the snow is so nice. That's still no reason to forget about the man who rules our life. Although it's nice to decorate the tree, that's still no reason to forget about the man who never forgets about you or me. Although Christmas carols are musical and give great cheer, that's still no reason to forget about the man who is there for us all year. Although gifts are nice and supplies us with the things we want for ourselves. That's still no reason to forget about the man who supplies us with everything else. Although Christmas cards are pretty and great to read, that's still no reason to forget about the man who who has planted us as our parents see. Some of us give Santa the credit and act so amazed. And now it's about time we wake up and give God the praise. 
because this is his day as well as every other. And it's about time we woke up to tell one another, acknowledge our savior who was born today, acknowledge him in each and every way. When you say Merry Christmas, mean it from the heart because you're talking about the man who gave you and me a start. When you say Merry Christmas, say it with joy because you're talking about Joseph's and Mary's little boy. So never leave Christ out of Christmas for he is the reason for every day and especially this wonderful holiday season. Happy birthday, Jesus. And Happy that's what he say. always says that on her gifts. It always says from Jesus, from Santa, from mom, <laughs> from mom and dad. He was always going to get credit over there. Over here. Great. Precious. I, I got to read that one to my mom, you know, and uh, my mom wrote a really, really beautiful letter two nights ago to Jesus really? as well. And uh, I would like to share that with you. I would love um, to hear it. You know, yeah, I love your mom's well. It was like a, pr a prayer, but she wrote it as a letter, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty good. She shared it with her sister today, too. I have to share it with you. I'm going to call her and read her that. So this is like turning into, we should have just done this as like a holiday special. I know, right? Yeah. It is, is whatever we make it. Because we still got to laugh. We're, yeah, and I got those cards ready too. We're not going anywhere until we get some of those funny ones. These were matters of the heart. We can call this like, this was the follow-up from yesterday too. Because really? Things ha had transpired. We talked about stuff and stuff happened and you were i'm so glad you found your book i swear to god you need to make that uh that one uh, that poem a kid's book yeah. i can see the illustrations in my mind mm. i love i love the part that really made me all is like walking in the street among all the dangers and stuff mm -hmm. it paints a picture and no one to help but a street full of strangers, strangers yes what is the word what, what, what is the word in the thing what was it um oh my goodness what is the I am in the card game? Um, is it? There's 52. Zinodokio, yes. There you go. Is friendly. I am friendly to strangers, you know? That's because your you next word. That everybody is a stranger until the spirits meet, you know? So it's, it's, it's our need to show up for, for each other, you know? So, yeah. Well, I really appreciate that you shared the Christmas love and uh, we've all been needing it. And we were saying, so wait, I, like I said, I spontaneously texted you this afternoon. Uh, I told everybody in the beginning, it was like, ah, Danny canceled, you bored, you want to come on? <laughs> and I said, we had so much fun during the last time you came on when we did the laughter. Yes. I wanted to relive that again because I still, I go back at that episode and <laughs> I crack up. the comments pop up at the screen. I was just, when you just see the comments and you maybe it's even on mute, all you see is like Dr. Deborah, camel spit, Nakia, uh, oh, <laughs> it to the face. Or uh, I'd rob a bank. All these things. I'm like, it's just the comments are even too funny. To yeah. watch. You said, I, I said, well, we're originally planned for resilience. But, you know, I really liked our laughter thing. And you said, this is the time of year. We got to bring it. Let's let's chop it up and, and just bring the joy. You yeah, know? bring the joy. That's, That's what it's all about. about. It's the so. joy, the joy of this, the joy of, of, of communication, the joy of friendship, the joy of love, um, the joy of God, peace, the unity. I'm just, I'm just so grateful. You know, this, 
it just it just leaves me in it. Like I said, I was in here and I was reading the old. I mean, I read the poem I wrote about when when Essence was a when before I had Essence and I wrote a poem a poem when she was growing in the belly and I'm like in here like wow you know I'm I'm just so so grateful to be able to even think about talking with her yesterday on the show you know her being 19 and to read about the dream that I have for her and to go 20 19 years later and be like wow it is it's so many proofs of wonder of the dreams the magic that we create yes. that we just don't sit and enjoy and say my god i'm worried about this i'm worried about that but if i could just sit in the magic it would just take me to places that i only get to by envisioning it first and i think that's what lessons and legacies is that's what um being able to say i did this or being able to remember from whence you came this is what the season is all about to enjoy your advantage point and not your disadvantage point that's right and right now we're going to try to put everybody at an advantage point um i got these cards i went through I got these thousands and thousands of these would you rather cards and I have so much fun going through them. So I just went through like a hundred of them and Mm -hmm. picked out my few that I liked. And I thought we could, uh, let's get people involved. Like we did last time. If anybody's watching, we're going to ask a, would you rather and give our answers and comments, put your answers in the comment. It's too much fun not to, this is uh, one of my kids games, but they do make the adult version I am considering ordering it for like a late night perspective with the Paulings or I something. Think, uh, <laughs> Matter of fact, you know, the next, the next one we do, I have actually, I have a game. I have cards. I have a game for do you. Yes, Woo-hoo. I do. So Saturday night without drinks is about to go down. I'm ready. And I love it. Yes. Join us Saturday night at nine o'clock with Precious Pauling and her husband, mm-hmm. Chef Ron Pauling, and uh, my husband, my Nathan Price, and myself. And we uh, usually like to shenanigan for a bit and have some (laughs) drinks. (laughs) It's definitely worth coming to visit for sure. Okay, I'm ready. What's the first question? All right, the first question. Would you rather, there's one in here too that I specifically thought of you and I (laughs) I meant to have it on the top. It had something to do with- Don't start, don't start. Oh, here it is, I found it. This is the one I thought of you because I know you're afraid of heights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as a superhero, would you rather be able to fly, but be afraid of heights? So you'd be a flying superhero with the fear of heights. So or, how are you going to say somebody, oh, oh I don't like, know how good, how powerful I'll be doing this. <laughs> I, read, I read that first one. I didn't even have to go further. I was like, that's precious already. Cause she's like, you are my superhero. And you, I know she's like, but I don't want to be flying. It's a so, flying for me. Forget it. The, the your your emblem would be like FF, <laughs> fearful flyer. Instead of frequent flyer, you'd be fearful flyer. Oh or okay, the other one would would be so you'd be the fearful flyer, uh-huh. or you'd be able to turn invisible but have terrible gas when you do. <laughs> <laughs> So you'd be the stinky invisible woman, beautiful oh flying lady. <laughs> you know the easier one. Now the one that I could see me getting gaining the most 
success from? And you know what? I love that that is a question because guess what I'm going to say? The flying. one that I would gain the most success from would be the flying, but that is the one that I'm the most afraid of because honestly, I don't find nothing wrong with being able to disappear and then who, who's going to Yeah, who's going to be you? Like, so right. it's like you're like, who was that? You know, you don't even have to go through the who was that stage. You do have some people walking by you going, was that me? Is that me? Because I mean, just imagine, you know, you just go into a room where you know nobody but them is in the room and they're like no way I you're looking like is is there a dog in here somewhere right. is there poop yeah you'll be checking your shoes for poop did I step in dog poop goodness gracious I would actually I would rather even with all my fear because I know what I can game I would rather fly I think I was gonna say fly until you brought up the whole fact of like, well, if nobody can see, I'm like, I would totally be the invisible crop duster. I would be sneaking by and ruining dates. Smell starting in the middle of somebody getting ready to have their first kiss. Everybody do the thing all over the place. So yeah, that would be funner. But if we if we gonna be uh. We still trying to live our lives. I'm gonna fly. <laughs> All right, here. This one's gross. I I have I have contemplated this, and I'm not sure which one I would want to do. Honestly. All right. Would you rather chew gum that was long stuck on the bottom of a bench, or chew gum straight out of a stranger's mouth? Ah, my God. Bench, bottom of the bench gum that has been there for probably. I'm gonna, oh, well, it's still a string. I'm about to take and I picked a stranger. How can you pick a stranger? But anyway, it's got to be a stranger. Well, I guess you could pick as long as you don't know them. It doesn't say. Oh, you my God. Oh, my so God. You would just be like walking through Teeter and pick a random person and pop that gum and be like, have a nice day. Or you'd have to go up. up this, this is a would you rather that it's got to be associated with a million dollar prize. You know, <laughs> I know. A, would you rather if you can make a million dollars, if a million dollars, would you take the gum out of, okay, for a million dollars. But then the question is, for a million dollars, would you take it? It's going to be even harder because now would you take it from somebody who has pandemic? Oh, that's. Oh, awesome. yeah. Mm. Well, see, well, let's pretend pandemic doesn't exist. No, that introduces a whole new thing. Nobody came to you with a million dollars that you have to take gum from a stranger, but they did have COVID before. Will you take the million dollars to change your whole life and potentially die? Potentially, because you know a lot of people are living through COVID. So that's a harder question. That is a harder question. And now because you brought COVID into it, I would say my answer would be the bench gum because COVID only lives on surfaces for so long. So that takes the COVID out of the picture if you do the bench. But for the million dollar question. The million dollar question, the only option is that you eat from the COVID stranger. Now, see, I can go so many ways with this because, like, I'd be like, you know, it's in God's hands. I got faith in God. But then I'm like, am I gambling with what God gave me, too? Am I being for, for greed? For greed, money for health, but health for wealth. You can afford your health when you got wealth. 
That's true. I know. That's a tough one. Feeling. And then when you have so much promise, it's like you tell yourself, I'm going to do good with the money. So I can multiply myself so you can give yourself all the reasons to have faith in your yes. And then you can give yourself all the reasons to have faith in your no. The question is, what is the magic you want to produce? Right. Right. I think uh, I would probably say my husband would take the million dollars. I probably would. <laughs> I would probably be like, uh, I God'll God'll make if I need if that, I'm meant to have that million dollars, he'll make it show up in an other way where I don't have to have COVID gum. You know, <laughs> and I'm so glad that we both have those husbands because Rondell is definitely eating the gum, and yeah, I Nate, Nate would be like, and, and Rondell is mad at me because he's he's thinking you could ate that gum, and I'm thinking no, I could not. So. Yeah. Is, is, and that's why we're peanut butter and jelly. Opposites with stuff. Well, I'm thinking too, like if, if I get the COVID because of the gum, like who's going to take care of the kids? I'll have to be away. And like, you know, I would rather, you know, he would probably rather be the one in the hospital anyways, because he don't want to be like flying solo, making all I'm the things. During, <laughs> during the Christmas season, you'll get 75% of people who would take the chance. Just yeah. because oh, yeah. of the mindset that they have. That's all I'm saying. Unfortunately, because of our circumstances, those are those are choices that we take every day unconsciously just because we are making decisions because of where we are, not where we're going. And so that is the point. That I'm glad that that came into that because that is what life is all about. You still get to yeah. decide in that moment. And a lot of people's decisions are made from those Moments where it was like, I got it. I had no choice, you know? And so right. that's life. You know, that's the realness. It's like how, how you never know how strong you are to you really got to be strong. Oh, yeah. All your that. values is easy to say it when it's not on your table. But somebody put a million dollars on the table. Then it's like it's like a decent proposal. The whole exactly. conversation is like, wait a minute. We got to right. really talk here. When you get to when you get to see that money and it's really, really there, you know, you're like, ah, yeah, you know, you're, a lot of stuff. Well, I would do you know, that money, you know? people that had all that, all that, uh, all that, um, what is it? Integrity. Hey. Yes. This had greedy. <laughs> then Tag left. Gritty came in. Give me one second. Uh so yeah, if Mike says it's okay. But okay. guys, with that, uh, if in the in this season, if somebody came up to you, we were doing um the gum question, Melissa. Yeah, you bet. Yes. What do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, yours was better. You do yours. I liked yours because that one was tough. Okay. So a question was, well, the original question was, would you rather chew gum that was stuck under a bench for a long time? or chew gum straight out of a complete stranger's mouth. And then we went into COVID with it. And I was like, well, COVID doesn't live on surfaces for after this many days. So I would take the bench one. And then Precious was like, well, this needs to be a million dollar question. Would you for a million dollars? I've been talking about the season. And most of the time people are sad in the season, mostly because of financial and what they wish they could do. So. Right. In this particular season, if you were given that ultimatum to say, listen, would you chew this piece of COVID gum? That just means <laughs> that COVID gum. Would right. you chew a piece of COVID gum for a million dollars? Somebody had COVID, they gave you their piece of gum, and you had to chew it. 
for a million dollars. Would you risk that in this at this time? And there's some people who are survivors who are gonna be like, I hope they know I had it before I could make it. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> See, my husband, I just said, my husband would be like, I'm, I'm probably Everybody not did probably it for you. <laughs> so, over millions of people caught it for free. So the question is, right. will you catch it for a million dollars? Right, right. What would you do, Yvette? Would you chew the COVID gum for a million dollars? Or would you be like, no. Or would you be like, nope, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I am right now. Right. Wealth or wealth health wealth <laughs> yes and money yeah money man money will make you do some crazy things I'm trying to, yeah, right. i did I think I saw that that indecent proposal was one of those movies that you were like wow that's everybody you know that's just it was one of those movies like ah that's such a good question you yeah. know especially when you're talking to people starting out and just i it's, it's like wow i know but nobody ever offered us a million dollars she cracks me up, Yvette. I will time. not touch you, no coronavirus. I will not See, I said the same thing. I was like, well, if God really wanted me to have that million dollars, he'll make it show up in a way other than COVID gum. And I did I did volunteer my husband. I was like, he would totally take the hit and chew the gum. And I'm married to him, so I don't really have to. You know what I'm saying? I would stick with a no on that one. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, lots of people have survived, but you could potentially die if you get the COVID, too. So it's like, who's going to take care of my kids? That's the question. You know? The question is, do you think you can make it? <laughs> yes. Will you survive? Will now, you survive to spend the money? So you brought up, oh, where to go? So you started bringing up dollars here. I did pick out one card with some monetary value to it. This is a fun one. All right, get ready, but Would you rather blindside tackle an anonymous 80-year-old woman for $40,000 or decline the money? So you would you tackle an anonymous 80-year-old 80, 80 woman for 40 grand? So just whoever, grandma walking out the grocery store, would you just, boom, take her down, 40 grand. I mean, you're probably going to spend half of that to replace the hips or whatever gets wrong after that. But <laughs> you you like, like, no, you need the money. person to come and say you had something to do with it. <laughs> you're not tackling, keep on running. Because um, <laughs> you're going to jail, that's assault. Well, the question maybe, is, can you, you can make it look like an accident. Or maybe give her 10 grand after. Be like, I'll take this 30. Here's 10. Sorry for the disruption in your day, but you just got $10,000 richer. You don't have to tackle her and hurt her. It doesn't say like she's got to be in the yeah. hospital afterwards. Yeah. You just got to knock her down, you know? <laughs> Would you knock the 80-year-old stranger down for 40 grand? And then you could potentially bless her with, a, with some thousands, <laughs> you know? I'd go for the money. I would do it. <laughs> be like, it's for a good cause. I was trying to make your day. <laughs> oh, Yvette says, send me a million dollars. Oh, Lynette. Hey, Lynette. She says, is it tax free? Uh, Yvette says, no, she would not tackle the stranger. <laughs> but she will take a, we know Yvette will take a rock from a catapult to the face. You know what? I, you know what? It really, you know what's so funny? It really depends on the day when you ask that question. You know, today, you know, probably I won't tackle the stranger. But tomorrow I'll probably run over. I don't know. 
<laughs> she run her over. Oh my gosh. Um, no, that is so funny. That is so funny. Cause everybody that says no, I think really secretly would take that 40 grand. Um, yeah. You can only assume that, you know, you're asking people with nothing. Cause it's only gonna make it fun like that. You're not gonna ask somebody that's like wiping their behind like it's nothing to them. It's right. only funny when you looking in your reality and you're like forty grand into my account. Uh, jeez, we got da da da. So you know, a lot of people say no. Uh, it depends on the age of the person you're asking. And it's you're doing you're doing such a brilliant job at segueing segueing into these cards, and you don't even <laughs> know it. So you just mentioned wiping your behind, right? Uh, and money. So <laughs> on to the next would you rather. Get ready, Yvette, Lynette, Stephanie, if you're still watching. All right. Would you rather for the rest of your life use sandpaper for toilet paper or $20 bills that you must provide from your own money? So wiping your butt for the rest of your life with your own $20 bills or sandpaper toilet paper? You know what? I'm gonna go with my own. Can we just stop wiping all together. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go with twenty dollars uh, for my own um, paper towel, and guess what? I mean, for my own tissue, and that just means that's gonna make me get up extra hard every day, so that I won't get that hard mm. at the end. So I think I'm gonna have to wipe my butt with the twenty dollars for life. You, I'm, I can't be wiping my butt with no sandpaper my whole life. All right. Um, you know what kind of doctor? You first of all, if you if you go to the bathroom, <laughs> and people matter, and then wipe your behind with the rough and open up all your pores. I just I just feel like you're gonna have bacteria syndrome all the time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it but doesn't sound like it's gonna leave for it's gonna get expensive somewhere else. So you might as well pay that twenty dollars because what, yeah. what that A is gonna cost you is way more than that twenty dollars. I mean, I mean, how often do you take a boo boo? I think you're probably right, but here's here's a little fun fact. I don't know how much you work with sandpaper or not, and this is my way of trying to get around things. You know? <laughs> I use my toilet paper. <laughs> we, you know, we had a duct tape question last time, and I was like, yeah, but there's the smooth side. Okay. Just roll it the right way. So, you know, there is this the other side of sandpaper is just like real paper. So I would go with that and just not wipe with the hard and, and hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. You're right. You would have to fold it and use the other side. So I guess you could do that. Yeah, you put the rough side on your hand and then the other side on your bottom, you know? <laughs> and the when I be getting those questions, I'm sitting there like, you got to use the hard side up. That's right. Yvette says she's you're thinking they're trying to get you your way out. You can't think your way out of that, Melissa. I think they got two-sided rough. I ain't taking no <laughs> do. My husband doesn't have the two-sided rough. He's got all kinds of paper out there. He's even got one that goes on a sander that's like soft and fuzzy on one side. And I'm like, that'd be the sandpaper for me. Goes like on a little hand sander thing. It's round. And the one side's all like fleece. Feels like fleece. I'll be like, I would totally. Oh, you know that's not what they're gonna give you. <laughs> well, yeah. I know. Well, maybe we get to go pick our own. You know, ain't that bad because anything's possible. Because if you go with what they say, oh, hunty, you don't got no choices. Use the sandpaper or twenty dollars. You ain't no soft part of that. They ain't give me that option. That's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make a hard decision. 
You can't make listen. It's uh, no. they, they, uh, well, if I if I only had to use the rough side, then I would definitely go with the money. Definitely for sure. I could share too much right now, and I'm gonna not. I'll tell you privately after. It's probably more than I really want the world to know. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. All right, let's. Can you believe on. that's fifty nine minutes already? Ah. Well, I know you popped on later too, and then we got mm -hmm. sidetracked because we were doing. We we're talking about Christmas. No, I'm just saying, you did a whole hour. You were I like, know. you just did a your whole hour. That is over. Let's do. Uh, I'm gonna do two more, two more, and then we will, we will uh, pop off here. All right, this one. Would you rather step on a thumbtack while barefoot? Or step in a pile of dog poop barefoot. I'm going to step in the dog poop. I'm going with the tack. Definitely with the tack. I've done the dog poop barefoot before. Oh, my God. It's horrifying. And it, it God forbid, if it gets up in your toes and and then you got to hop to the bathroom and you've got to rinse it all off and it smells and it's, oh, it's so much. I've done the barefoot dog thing before. I would, I would step on a nail any day. <laughs> you know, I guess thumbtack, I'm thinking nail when you said thumbtack. So maybe the thumbtack won't thumbtack, be Yeah, like a push pin, I guess. You but, know? Uh, but you know, I just, yeah. I think yeah, I'm have a stronger tolerance for the smell than I do. Because if I smell something wrong, I'll be like, all day. No, listen, listen. I I guess I have more tolerance for dealing with a smell than pain. <laughs> so. All right, here's the last one. This one I think everybody will like. All right, put your comments in there if you guys uh, have answers. None of the above. Ouch. That ain't fooling with nothing. Well, one hurts, and the other one has prolonged nasty cleaning and smell and touching and. Bleh. I will hop yeah. right to the shower pool and on full throttle and spray the heck out of that feet, squirt it down with peppermint soap. <laughs> and listen, you're talking to me. I've got nine pretty large tattoos on me. I don't have any problem with needles or anything like that. So I will definitely take the tack to the foot. And I got one. Yeah. I, look, that's all. I said that was that was look. And that's that actually that was one of the first we we Nate and I both have wrist ones oh, and well, I have two but yeah those are those are not the most fun to get there's a good chunk on that wrist that's like oh it feels like am I gonna live through this should I should I that feel like I'm getting amputated you know it's not a fun place for a tattoo that we both did our tattoos when we got to our 18th no our 10th year so he so ours is coming up. April yeah. is our tenure. Yay. Yeah, so we did. And that's just my first and only, this is the only tattoo I ever got right here. And, and, ten right. Year, and we'll be celebrating 19 in March. So it's nine years old. So it looks pretty good for almost nine year old tattoo. 2022 is your 20 year, year, right? my year anniversary. Yeah, 2022. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this we going on 19 and 20. We love our men, don't we? And we have good men. Yes, Ron, we are, great. are great, and uh, they you guys keep tuning in to both of us because yeah. definitely get uh, husband cameos. Uh, my husband's actually going to be coming on. Nate's coming on Thursday. He's taking a half day at work, and I was like, "Do we need to pre-record?" Blah blah blah. I've asked him like for the last three days in a row. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I got to schedule it. He's going to be my two o'clock Christmas Eve guest. Mm. Like legit. So I'm excited, and he's I'm like excited to really enjoying doing this. So 
<laughs> and then Ron, Ron's been coming on with you every night, right? Nine o'clock. Yeah, I've been, I've been pulling him up. I'm like, listen, let's go back to the beginning. Listen, Rondell, we started Perspective in the Portland in 2016. We were doing it. I mean, we got so many videos. I'm like, dude, come back, come back. We got stuff. Come, come, come. Get some of this stuff we, we talking. Let's share it with the people again. So I love, I, you know, I love one because it's good to have somebody to bounce balance and balance more, too. You know? And it's not all one sided, you know, because we are so opposite. So, and I love it because that's what makes us balance. When I say that we have abundance, it is because we enjoy, we laugh, we yell, we fight we party we dance we we have drinks and you know we, we have live. A whole we live. Life. i love it and yeah. i think life just show everything you know that's spirit that is that's what i was gonna say i just said we are blessed and that's really what this is all about mm -hmm. this time of year not crying over dollars and the stress and all that and, and you know you and so many other people have told me too um you know, I, it, and I'll bring it up again because you brought it. Hey, Bree um, is on. Remember, the great husband. My husband is definitely on. Briggity Bree Bree. Can't play with my Bree Bree. What's Thank up? You. <laughs> Shout out to the great husbands. My husband is deaf one. Yes, we are. Again, we were just kind of talking over, uh, you know, the importance of Christmas, like what it's really about, you know, the holiday season, you know, it's not about the craziness, the commercialism yeah. and all that. And so I wanted to say like you, you coached me through a moment. I say coached, but you friended me. I mean, I, I just say coached, but I mean, you were oh, a friend. Yeah, 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 we all coach each other because right. of this. I don't want that to take but now a I'm a doctor. Like a doctor. Yeah, you're a doctor now. So. Doctor. Listen, the doctor don't stop. If, if somebody's bleeding, they don't say, wait a minute. They say, I'm the doctor. I've arrived. Right. You're always who you are. Well, you had, um, when I, Charlotte had her birthday in September and I had the issues with my brother and the cousins and all that stuff coming, not coming, they canceled, yeah. remember, for silliness and it devastated the kids and whatnot. And you had told me, why are you worrying about who's not there? You're spending yeah. all of this heart and energy and angst and all this on who's not even there. Why don't you focus on who did show up? Who's there right now? Who's present? And so I feel like that, you know, you, you brought that up on the show a couple times ago and reminded me of that. I have forgotten that. And, you know, that is another super duper important element about this time of year. You know, mo most of us can't go be with our families and friends and travel and do all this stuff. You know, everybody's kind of in that boat. And, you know, I, I, I needed to be reminded of that to really just be present with what you have and where you are, be grateful for it and, and love on that. That's your gift, you know? And you so, gave it right back to me. That's why I say you give to receive because what I poured in you is almost like, like I say, when you're banking with somebody. And so when you pour and you're uh, uh, working or you have your account with the bank, then when you need, you go back because not too long ago, remember, I was in my spot like, oh, and you're like, well, what do you need? And I'm like, I don't need anything. I just, just share. And you're like, no, but you need something. And you was like, write the list and go back from the time. And, you know, and so that was the same thing that I needed. I needed to see me. And sometimes 
and we uh, judge it by the outside instead of by the inside. Like you can always see you and always find a way to see like, that's enough. Like I don't, if nobody ever says anything, if nobody ever does anything that everything is already enough. And so what I gave you, you gave right back to me because that is what relationships are about. It's about saying that sometimes what I poured in you means maybe I forgot I had it. Sometimes you got to be like, you know what? That's why I can pour it back in you because you gave me that one day. And so you are always given to receive because you never know when God is going to have to re you know, iterate or regurgitate the same thing you put in somebody. So I love when you remind me of something because when you're doing it effortlessly, you do not remember what you're saying. You right. You know, remember what you're feeling in the moment, and so when you give it back and be like, "Well, you told me that," I'm like, "Oh, did I? All right, I know, you know." But when you're telling me, I'm like, "Oh," and you're like, "This," I'm like, "Yes, I'm gonna do it," and it helps me. So, and I'm like, and you're like, and I'm not trying to coach you. I was like, "No, we're all." trying to help each other. We all have something special. We all have something to offer. So is there is no you're this and I'm that. It's, it's what do we need at the time and who has it, period. And so if at that time, it may be something that I had, but because at this time, I can't even find it in my house, but you know exactly where it is. You go and get it for me and it's just as good as if it was in my own house. So that's what I love about the relationships that are give and take. That's what it's about, you know? It's balance, you know? And that's what we as humans always strive for is the balance, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let me, let me pop you one more question before okay. we wrap it up here because this one, probably one of my favorites. It comes with such a great visual. You have to actually imagine yourself in either one of these scenarios because uh, I'm just saying. All right. Would you rather cough, cough, boring, like boring at a wedding of a close family relative? (laughs) Like, you know, that's happened. You've seen it in the movies, but would you want to be the one that's like, Watching, watching uh, your auntie or your sister get married, and you're in the front row, and you're just like, boring. This sucks, you know. Or this one's even better. Uh, would you rather wear this one? I can't. Would you rather wear a foam number one hand, like at the basketball games, uh, to the funeral of a family friend? <laughs> that one's the best to me. I'm like. Could you imagine seeing somebody with the phone? No, I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely going with boring. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to definitely go with boring. Yeah. I need to get it in and out and hope nobody caught it from all the feeling <laughs> that I can assume a funeral will have. I'm going to wait for it. They don't tell you wins. So I'm going to wait for it. Get good and crying. Oh. For me to be like, what? And then nobody's gonna notice it. They're gonna think I I just had a moment. I can get away with that. But that 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 I have threats, you know. <laughs> You're not getting away with the finger at the funeral. I'm Ask telling you. Ron. Ask Ron what he would do. Ron, these two options. Would you <laughs> rather have to cough boring at a family uh, friend's funeral? Wedding, wedding. I mean, wedding, sorry, wedding at the wedding. Or would you, oh no, I forgot that's the wedding. That's what, oh, well, hold up, hold up. So you got to cough boring at the wedding. Or would you rather uh, put the thumb finger up? The the foamy basketball number one finger thing? Wear it to a funeral. Wear it to the funeral. So foam finger at the funeral or coughing boring at the wedding. And both are family friends. 
So you gotta wear a uh, number one thumb to a funeral. Funeral, or have to cough boring during the middle of a family uh, close friend's wedding. Where you gotta be like boring, you know. <laughs> Oh, wear that. You know that big thumb? This is what number one. Like that, they do have basketball games and stuff. You go, you know that basketball number one? That that big old finger, that foam hand? Yeah. You'd rather have to wear a foam hand to a funeral or a cork boring at a wedding of somebody that's close to you. Now, it wouldn't matter if somebody didn't know. Is your daughter. Yvette says she's going with the foam hand. She's going big. <laughs> She's going to the funeral with the number one. Well, I guess you could you could work it. You could be working that and be like, this was my number one right here. My number one. You can find a way around it. My dad said he's doing a wedding too. He's doing the wedding? I would probably I would do the wedding myself. Uh, but the foam finger, my God, I'm like my eyes are tearing. I was laughing so hard when I read that because I got the visual of somebody with the big red foam finger in the funeral. <laughs> like Ooh, you could do a, a comedy movie moment, I think, on that one. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Well, um, yes, so we have gone over like usual, and I thank you so much again for You're coming. You're welcome. Here. And thank yes, you. I will finish what I'm doing. After. It, it was kind of like your suggestion saying this is just what everybody needs. This is time of year. Everybody, you. There's never a time where you don't need or desire or want mm -hmm. laughter. There's never a moment where laughter is not going to benefit. So yeah. not only did we bring you some silliness and laughs today, but the soul doctor continued her coaching through the mm -hmm. Christmas season with me and my lessons of love from yesterday. You also got two beautiful Christmas poems. Don't take the Christmas. Right. Christmas and the Black Nativity, right? That's right. Which I expect to see a children's book by next Christmas. I'll help. <laughs> I'm like serious. I want that on. I mean, that's not. That's like, like I said. The, that's there's no help. Is the book the poem is written? You would just have to. I would just have to find. You know, get pictures. get the pages. Yeah, just so, make make the make the pretty. That's, that's a fiver problem. That or, <laughs> that or call Sierra. It's either going to be Sierra's problem or Fiverr's problem. Either one. Mm -hmm. And uh, then in the beginning too, I I, I went on and I shared uh, about ten health and emotional and uh, mental and physical, all the mental and physical benefits of laughter. So you guys got some practical benefits of laughter. You got the shenanigans, you got coached by the doctor, the soul doctor, <laughs> and you got the Christmas spirit and what Christmas and Kwanzaa and these holidays are really all about. So this was a packed one and this whole week has been packed full of, of blessings and um, let everybody know what you're doing tonight and when you're coming on and how they can uh, check you out tonight. I'll be on at 9 p.m. At this precious calling. Because I'm normally don't know until five minutes before, but we'll, oh, let's see what's on the calendar. What is today? Oh, yeah. Do the calendar. Dare to be a great student at the University of You. Dare to be a great student at the University of U. You know who would love that one? Who? Bill. Bill. William okay. Brown. You got to like take a picture of that or text it and be like, this is today's thing. The University of U. He needs a U University. But That's you know, all of these days are in 365. I just put it on the calendar and I condense my 365. 
So it's actually like a carbon. The the calendar is uh, a celebration of the book. Right, right. So yeah, so so now you can have bite-sized little pieces of 365 on there. A reminder every day. It's like every an affirmation day. every day. But yeah, yeah I think uh I think uh, Mr. William Brown might want to steal and do something with that whole U University. That sounds totally right up his alley. <laughs> but, anyways, thank oh, you so wait, much. Let me look like, no, not another project. Let me, let me, let me get this. Listen, he's. You gotta understand that we are the women who go like this. Yes, men are like this. So when you be doing with William, be like, mm, yeah, it's like they don't. They they're like this. That's why I created we because. They got their thing. They move with this, but we're like, we could do everything at one time, and then we'd be like, "Oh God, it's too much." There's a we do it all at one time, but we got to take bite-sized pieces because then we're overwhelmed, looking like, "What's wrong with you?" It's a there was a, a book that I read one time, and it was called "Women." Oh wait, uh, men men are waffles and women are spaghetti, and that's exactly what you're saying right there. Is like. Women are like spaghetti, all the noodles, all everything's going on at the same time, all tangled up. And then uh, the men are like waffles. They compartmentalize yes. and they do each little block of the waffle, you know? <laughs> yeah. I lost something. Uh oh. No, Rondell's looking for his jacket. Let me go help him find his okay. jacket. All right. Well, I want to say thank you. I love you and happy holidays. Thank you again for blessing us. And this has been lessons in laughter, love, holiday cheer from Melissa Price and the one and only soul doctor, Precious Paul. And uh, I'll be back at with you guys at two o'clock tomorrow. And you'll be seeing Precious either later tonight on her page or you'll see her back on lessons and legacies on Monday. So. Monday. Guys, be blessed. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget to laugh. Take that old 80-year-old out for the 40 grand. I'm just saying. <laughs>